0: This week's episode was brought to you by B Violet Photography. You can find B Violet Photography on Facebook, where she has her email and website linked. Her phone number is 715-712-4778, and you know Bex is the best photographer in the league. This week's River King Alumni of the Week is
1: Dante Palmaris, a vet from Season 6, one of the hardest working kids on and off the ice, and definitely one of the most loved guys by everyone on the team. He was the first guy I met when I got here and definitely lived up to being one of the nicest guys on the team. Um, We miss you, Dante. Um, Good luck with your future endeavors. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the sixth episode of the Skating the River
0: podcast. You're here with Nathan Bottles, joined by the one and only Luke Karki, Luke. I am absolutely jacked up for yet another podcast. This one's going to be a good one.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, we definitely have a great episode for you today, folks. I mean, joined by the first ever rookie, and my rookie, and good buddy nonetheless. Um, He's going to be the first ever rookie to actually make an appearance on the podcast here. So that's pretty special in itself. In this episode, we're going to recap the Dells weekend before break. Um, We got some new stories, a special interview with another Fillmore kid, Zane Rydell, (laughs) and a look ahead as the boys prepare to take on the Northern Colorado Eagles at home this weekend. So, looking back at the past weekend here, we had the Dells Ducks at a home-and-home series. This wasn't actually the past weekend, it was the weekend before our break, and it's been a little bit. So, um, you know, it was great to get another four points, honestly, and have another sweep. I mean, you know, a lot of guys got some well-deserved points, which was nice. Torger, he had the start at home, obviously. He did well. We got the win there, so it's awesome to see the the hometown kid get another win in Wisconsin Rapids for sure. Absolutely. Great kid too. So absolutely. And then uh, Alex Smedley, you know, another shutout on the road, which is just just awesome. Is there anything you want to touch up on the weekend there, Luke?
0: I think you uh, you kind of hit it on the head there. Ton of guys getting the getting the points that maybe uh, maybe they don't always get um, in our you know, our our tougher games, but I thought it was impressive. The boys, uh, their compete level was good all weekend long um, with it being, you know, a little bit of a strange weekend right before break and um, with the Saturday, Sunday, you know, the Sunday game being a little earlier, but I know for me, it was a little weird the rest of the, like the week, you know, the five practices and stuff. But like you said, it was awesome to see Torger get the start at home, you know, hometown kid. That's always cool. And then my rookie, Alex Smedley getting the out on the road. So good for him. But I mean, like you said, I think it was just a, uh, a solid weekend all around for the team and four points is four points, right? Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry to cut you off here, Luke. I mean,
1: I just also want to say that, you know, this this might not have been touched on yet, but one of the co hosts here <laughs> from the Skating the River podcast actually ended up with a player of the week. And that would be, as I always say, the one and only Luke Harkey. He ended up with the Midwest forward of the week, which, hey, I mean, I think we gotta talk about it. I mean huge weekend for him, tons of points. I mean,
0: obviously it's just going to happen. I mean, yeah, I mean, it helps when you're playing with, uh, with my other co-host here, Nate. Nate makes my life easy. Cole, another guy that makes my life easy. You put the puck on their tape and uh, it's probably going to go in the back of the net. And I mean, for me, I just keep my stick on the ice all the time and somehow magically pucks just like pop up onto my stick. So Friday night was a little bit of a rough one. I'm not going to lie, like trying to score. I mean, Nate probably could have had 12 assists. So I just couldn't put a puck in the net, but Hey. I mean you still ended up with a ton of points that night anyway. That's I true. I see
1: that as a win for our line. I mean Absolutely.
0: Cole and I both had hat tricks. I mean like, <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. <it> doesn't Just, <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. No,
0: no, definitely not. So I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the little shout out there, Nate. That's uh I mean I think anybody anybody on our team could have got it. I think everybody played well, especially you and uh you and Cole. I definitely definitely thought one of you guys was getting it with the uh but hey, you know what, I'll we'll take it when we can get it. I mean that's what back to back weeks with a uh, with a all oh, actually forward and, and defense yeah Jordy Jordy and uh, Cole the weekend before so and uh, Jacuzzi. and Jakus yeah yep so uh, all I'm saying is uh, all these all the guests we got on they got some big shoes to fill we got some uh, some players of the week on on the podcast we've done a good job picking out talent I think
1: I 100. percent
0: um so just moving on to to this weekend i am super super excited for this weekend uh we got the northern colorado eagles coming to town it's a it's a new team i mean i i know we've been watching a little bit of film we don't know a whole ton about them um we do know that they're a good team and they're they're top in in the uh the mountain division out there and They've got they're in second place technically, but they've got some games in hand and only a couple of points behind. So excited for another home series. I love home games here. I think uh second half of the year we're we're pretty we're pretty loaded on home games, so that'll be super fun. But I, I think it'll be cool. Um and I think it's I think it's definitely a, a good test coming right back from break to see see what uh see what we can do with a kind of a different team. We'll see what style they play. So Nate, you got anything to add on that one about uh next weekend or I guess this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think
0: that, you know, obviously uh,
1: a new team out from Colorado, I mean, they're they're flying in, they're going to have that intensity, they're going to be hungry for points, and I think it's going to come down to uh, us being just as hungry, obviously even more hungry to get points here, especially at home. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love playing in Rapids, so I'm not going to complain about more home Absolutely. games. That's That's awesome for me, and I'm sure that everybody on the team's looking forward to the home games for sure. Um, and I'm just, I'm ready to get going. I mean, I think the boys are building up in practice pretty well, getting ready for this weekend. Obviously, we just kind of started the week here in practice, so we're going to get it going. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the weekend for sure. And uh, yeah, I think with that, we can move on to our, our segment here. We have the Fillmore Food Reviews. This is uh, obviously a segment that was added just uh, two weeks ago, I believe. So it's still pretty new. We're uh, figuring out some kinks with this segment, but... <laughs> Um, this is the second time we'll actually be able to talk about the food that the boys in the Fillmore household will be eating. So I'm just going to go through the run through of what our week's going to look like here. And, uh, Luke and I are just going to have a little bit of talk about, uh, you know, the phenomenal foods that we eat here at the Fillmore household. So Monday starting off really strong. We had chicken and rice Tuesday, French toast, eggs and bacon. Obviously, you know, a nice little breakfast dinner, which is just awesome to have Wednesday, pulled pork. Thursday, we're going to have some spaghetti and Italian sausage. Friday is going to be out. Saturday's leftovers. Obviously, those are our game weekends. So it's just kind of, you know, we're not home as often, especially on game days. So dinner is kind of just for the family at that point. And then Sunday. Wow. Ending the week off on a high note. Steak. Yeah.
0: I mean, look at that lineup. That that has got to be one of my favorite lineups we've had in a long time um i mean the chicken and rice is is unlike anything else i mean that's 100%. phenomenal french toast eggs bacon never can go wrong with that i mean the pulled pork we had that a couple weeks ago phenomenal i mean a pasta thursday nothing better than a pasta thursday to get you ready for for a, uh, a weekend and then i mean like nate said no better way to end off a week than with a big nice steak grilled up uh, by uh, Mr. Fillmore. Oh, oh man, I'm sure there'll be some 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 pretty great sides with that. Some phenomenal uh probably some baked potatoes, maybe some some asparagus, you know, those are usually our uh, our sides when we have steak. So, I am super super excited for this lineup. This is one of uh like I said, one of my favorites, I think.
1: Definitely definitely one of the best, yeah. I think. I mean, obviously every week it seems like it's getting better and I mean, this week is no exception. It just continues to get better. It's always at, at the top of, of the list for anyone's lineups ever. I mean, oh yeah, not many, uh, junior hockey players can say that their billet family makes these amazing home cooked meals every day of the week. And it's something that I know I look forward to every day coming home and so having, you know, dinner time with the Fillmore's. So, I mean, we have long conversations too. And, uh, a lot, of, a lot of great times at
0: the Fillmore dinner table, for sure. Yep, a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs for sure at our, uh, our dinner tables. My Definitely my favorite time of the day.
1: 100%,
0: and I think, you know, with that,
1: we can, we can head on into a little story time. We have a lot of those at the dinner table, and, uh, you know, in the podcast, we like to have story time, too, so let's, let's jump right into it here. We're going to be talking today about our first junior goals. So, Luke, you want to walk us through your first junior goal in your eyes?
0: yeah absolutely so uh, we actually we actually watched uh, we looked through and watched all the uh, the first goals tonight um, just to get a quick refresher this one this one was uh, this is probably one of my favorite goals that I've scored in, in juniors. Uh, happened to be my 18th birthday september 22nd We were in Great Falls. I was playing for Yellowstone at the time. It was uh, Saturday night or yeah it was a Saturday night Friday night was kind of a rough one for me. I got kicked out about five minutes into the game for a uh, a butt end. But I I don't really think the uh, the butt end was warranted. It got overturned like the suspension overnight. But I was um, I was a little angry coming into the game. I was like the butt end was like off a draw. You know I choked down on the on the draw and I just like ended up hitting the kid. The ref tossed me. Kind of a little side story. The ref that tossed me went to high school with my brother. Um, he's from Illinois and like we're decent family friends with him. So I was pretty angry that he gave it to me. Wow. Um, so that was a little rough. And then I didn't think I was going to get to play on my birthday. Um, and Gray Falls at the time was, you know, the team with 20, you know, basically 20, 20 year old 17 or whatever it was. So we knew it was going to be a tough game. And basically, uh, the goal happened It started with an offensive zone draw and I want it. I kind of want it kind of got tied up, got kicked out to our point and our, our defenseman made a pretty nice play to keep it in the zone and, um, kind of just kicked it down to my winger. My winger shot it and I went to the net and then hit the goalies pads and I pulled it to my backhand and basically had an empty net. So I just tapped it in and then got ran pretty much headfirst into the crossbar for my troubles but still one of my favorite goals and we had so many rookies we had one returner on our team and he wasn't really a like a, an everyday player so basically no returners everybody was scoring their first goal so nobody could keep track of it so it it took a little while to get the puck it took another stoppage and I was like hey coach like am I gonna get my puck and he was like oh yeah so sent a, sent a guy out there to grab the puck but it was uh definitely a cool moment the puck's pretty cool too it's got their schedule it's got gray Falls schedule on the back of it and then it's got their logo on the front it's kind of a kind of a cool cool puck it's uh it's up in my room and in shyrac just kind of hanging out there with a couple other pucks and stuff but it was definitely a uh, definitely a cool moment for me definitely on my birthday too Was made it a little bit extra special nate uh i know i just saw your first goal we watched it on hockey tv tonight but uh you want to give the uh give the fans the your uh, story behind it yeah, so, um, I mean, honestly, you know, you
1: said we were watching first goals. I know before this episode, we were trying to figure out, you know, what we were going to talk about at story time today, and uh, I mean, when we were talking about first junior goals and then we started watching them, like, watching yours, I mean, for sure, it was just great to watch. It's just nice, nice little greasy goal, you know, digging that puck out of the rebound, and burying that thing than getting buried from behind <laughs> yeah. right after. Yeah, um, You know, with mine, I was a, a kid. This was last year, obviously, because last year was my, my rookie year. And uh, I just got got to Wisconsin Rapids from uh, IHC out there in Massachusetts. Uh, played quite a few games out there, got an assist. Um, and then, you know, obviously things went a different path, and I yep. ended up in Wisconsin <laughs> Rapids. So this was my first weekend with uh, the team. I was actually... In Wisconsin Rapids for three days, and then I was on my first showcase with them. So I, I showed up here, and I was living with the Wilkins great family over here in Wisconsin Rapids. I was with Cole, Cole, and Zach Hartley. So that was those those guys are just fossils. In themselves. Like they've been <laughs> yeah. here long enough. Yeah, both captains, and I was just on an air mattress in the basement there with them. So that was always. You know a good experience for me because I, I remember sleeping over half the time. I don't know what happened to me that that entire three days I was sleeping a majority of the time and actually I don't want to get off topic here, but I actually do have a story from when I was first here. Let's hear it. Zach Hartley and Cole took me to Grace's on my <laughs> first day here. okay and um, great restaurant. I love it. you know I, I got there and I'm so used to being out in Massachusetts where everything's so much money to eat out. And when you come here and it's you know a family restaurant, you get a ton of good food for a, a low price yeah, one of our sponsors, so we get the discount too exactly and i I started eating, and I guess I didn't stop eating i got the the meat omelette and uh went to practice ended up you know throwing up a little bit and uh that ended up on the ice, which was uh not the best, but uh you know i you live and you learn. Um, those guys, I think, were playing a little bit of a prank on me because they knew that I was going to eat a lot or something. I don't know what it was. I mean, they got their own reasons, but I just thought I should share that story. Yeah, that was no, a that's a good one for great sure. Great story for sure when I just got to Rapids. But anyway, going back to my the story I'm supposed to be telling, <laughs> I uh, was here for the first weekend. It was our first showcase game against the Fort Wayne Spacemen. And, I mean, it was it was kind of a game where I was playing like that kid that was just really... Like mad and pissed off, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm that NCDC kid that got moved down. That that was just like I'm ready to prove myself. So I, I remember we were just watching the video on it. I was just in and out of corners. It was just crazy to watch. It was like whoa, what? I'm just clearly mad or something. Yeah. I don't know what it yeah. is, but I remember the whole weekend being like that. And it was it was a pretty good weekend for me. I was playing with some good guys. I was playing with Logan Harris there at the beginning and and Anze Proster who just got in because he was playing for. His Slovenian national team out there just got back. So obviously two really good guys to play with. And I remember just in and out of the corners, passing the puck, kind of popping out a little bit. And then I believe Harris was behind the net and found me out in front. And then it was just a quick shot that just kind of snuck under the goalie, went far side almost. So, you know, it, it went in the net. At the end of the day, I didn't get the cool puck like you did. It was a showcase puck, so it's just a regular puck. I still have it in my room yeah. here in Rapids. So, yeah. Um But it was a it was a great time. I'm I'm happy to get one honestly, and it felt like it was a long time coming because at mm. this point it was you know December Christmas time. Obviously, I wasn't playing a whole bunch where I was originally. Right. But it felt good to get that first one, especially in the first game too with the River Kings, and it's definitely a time I'm gonna remember forever for sure. And I, I mean, I think with that we can start talking about our guest a little bit here. Absolutely. And I think it's it's time to, to tell a little bit of a story before we get into our guest here. So, actually, our first preseason game um, was against the Dells Ducks, and it was just a scrimmage game before the season. Didn't really count for anything. It was just we showed up in the Dells and played them in a scrimmage game, and I think we beat them like 10 to nothing or something, yeah. 10 to one maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It was... It was pretty bad but at the end of the day Zane Zane Rydell scored a goal and I just remember how excited and ecstatic he was and he did something I have never seen anybody do in my entire life
0: I have never seen this either this is the first for me
1: he went and grabbed his puck that he scored out of the net Mm -hmm. and then continued to kind of like I'm not gonna I don't want to use the wrong word here but he was He's been a little bit of a spaz. You he know, was, like he yeah. Was no, I completely places. agree. He was so happy and pumped up about this that he was, I just scored, I just scored, and he grabbed the puck, skated full speed back to the bench, threw it to Rotor, and this throw, I, I do have to say, was a rocket. Not even close to Rotor. It was, probably up in the ceiling. It, yeah,
0: it was one of the worst throws I've ever seen. Like, it, it, I mean, it was a good throw, but like you know, normally when you're giving a coach a puck, it's a quick flip. No, Zane launched this thing into the ceiling. I'm surprised it didn't like stick in the ceiling and the insulation up there. So that was uh, that was something else. And yeah, like you said, that's something that I have never seen before. I've never seen somebody grab their own puck out of the net. And at the end of the day, this this goal didn't officially count as a
1: first goal, which was kind of sad because he was so excited about it. And I mean... Obviously, Roeder did say it after the fact, after he was grabbing all these pucks for these first goals for guys. Yeah, But, I mean, going from that, and then he scores his first goal, our first actual weekend. So, it wasn't that bad of a turnaround for him, to no, be honest. No, which. it wasn't. Which is great. But we just wanted to share that little little story before we got into this here. And, you know, I think it's a great time to just welcome Zane Rydell to our podcast here. He's up in, up in the booth with us, as yep. we'd say. So. yeah. Zane, welcome.
2: Hi. Uh, well, I'm glad to be on the podcast. There's uh, there's been a lot of guests that I've that I've seen that have you know walked through the the billet house here and uh, never really knew you know kind of what's been going on up here. So it's kind of <laughs> nice just to, to kind of see you know what's going on up here. Yeah, so. the
0: the, beso- the behind the scenes finally. You just see everybody walk in and then they disappear for 45 minutes to an hour and then they they come back down. So. Yeah, no, we're we're super excited to have you. I think uh, I think Zane's Zane will be a good uh, first first uh, rookie guest. I think he's we we have some fun at the house with him, and uh, never never a dull moment with Zane. Oh, never! And you know he's a he's a longtime friend of mine too.
1: I mean, we started playing hockey together, and uh, I'm actually ending my junior hockey career with him too. So that's that's pretty amazing in itself, to be honest with you.
0: So. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually, I, I, you know, we were talking about this a little bit at dinner. We were talking about the podcast. That's a super cool moment for anybody like to be, you know, for, for the whole, like your whole hockey career to, you know, kind of youth hockey in a sense. I know junior is a little different, but for it to end with a guy that you started playing with is, is a, uh, is a super cool moment, I would say. So that's, that's awesome. Um, so our story time today was, uh, was first junior goals and we, we talked about your first, not really real junior goal. Um, but do you want to, you want to take the, uh, the listeners through your, your actual first, uh, your first junior goal against Rum River?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, during that game, there were, you know, all the lines were kind of messed up. You know, I was playing with Reese and uh, Jeff, we were in the, uh, I think we were in the offensive zone and uh, I think Reese lost the draw and one of the Rum River players picked up the puck. I think Jeff might've went after him to, you know, coughed up the puck from the one of the Rum River players and I think sent it out to the D and uh, both Reese and I were in front of the net trying to, uh, you know, make way for the D to shoot the puck and uh, the puck hit the goalie, bounced off both Reese and I, uh, you know, went for it at the same time, and it went in. Uh, Reese and I looked at each other. We were kind of like, I had my hands up in the air, and he had his hands up in the air, and, you know, all the other guys that were out there had their hands up in the air, and we were kind of like, you know, who scored? You know, Reese and I were kind of looking at each other like, what the heck happened? Whose goal is it? Um, and then I saw everyone coming toward me, and I was like, well... <laughs> I guess this is my goal. I saw uh, uh, Jordy. He picked up the puck for me. So I'm like, all right, start skating back to the bench. And, uh, yeah, that I, was it.
1: I think that's that's really awesome, too, because this was the, the weekend. I actually got hurt in the first game. So I was watching this one from the stands with, with Zane's family, too, which was, was pretty awesome. I mean, I know his dad was there, and I was talking to him a lot, too. And his Uncle Chris, who's a, a great guy that I've I've gotten to know pretty well, over the the past few years, especially with Zane uh, playing some triple-A hockey and higher-level hockey for sure. And uh, I know that his Uncle Chris has got a video of it, and I, I think the best part was is like listening to those guys celebrate when they're like, I think that was Zane. That yeah. had to be Zane. It was Zane's goal. <laughs> And then seeing Zane go through that line, Jordy pick up the puck.
0: And obviously this one was a lot better because he didn't pick up the puck and throw it at rotor 100 miles an That's hour. That's true, yeah. Jordy's, so, Jordy's got some practice with that. That's not his first time he's picked up a puck for somebody. Definitely.
1: And then I think, you know, going into that, let's let's just talk a little bit about your background here, Zane, and how you became a River King. So, like, who you played for growing up.
2: Um. So my very first team I ended up playing for was the – orange crush mini mites team which okay nate was on that team as well nice um actually I haven't talked to any of the guys past then other than nate Yeah. Um, I mean, so sounds like a
0: pretty good squad though with uh you and nate on the on the team there that's uh we were one of the best
1: mini mite teams that we, i'm pretty sure we went undefeated majority of the time i do remember one game we had where it was we had five skaters at a game So we played five on four the entire game, and it was me, Zane, and, like, three other guys and a goalie, right? And so we were playing an entire game five on four. We still won. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might
0: be the greatest Mini-Mites team of all time, then.
1: And I think only Zane and I are the only ones playing still. So I'm not sure if it says that much about Lansing Mini-Mite hockey for our age group, but, I mean...
0: Hey, you know what? Uh, I... the team's good. I mean, they're good. I think uh, two junior hockey players on on one team is uh, a little unfair for everybody else. But that's that's a that's definitely a uh, a pretty good mini mites team, I'd say.
2: Well, the uh, the weirdest thing too was each game we each took turns playing goalie. Oh, okay. That's True. All yeah. right. So Nate Nate got a chance to play goalie. I got a okay. chance to play goalie, which back then I didn't think I was too bad of a goalie <laughs> but it was actually kind of fun so um, right after that I stayed um, they, I think they were called the Lansing Spartans um, I played they were out of the same rink that I played at which was a uh, rink out in Lansing so um, played for them up till about my pee wee year and then um, I played my first year at AAA, I played with uh, Orchard Lake United mm. AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I went to go play was my, I think it was my 14 year year, which mm-hmm. is my next year. I played for Victory Honda AAA. Um, and then my 15 year year, I did end up playing for Bell Tire. And then uh, my 16 year year. And my start of my 18 year year, I went back to Victory Honda. Uh, they were out of Plymouth, played with them. And then my last year, um, I ended up playing for Honey Baked, where Nate played his last years of AAA there as well. And then uh, I ended up playing here in Wisconsin Rapids. So, all right. So before we get
0: into anything else, that is a suitcase and a half that... That is incredible. I was trying to keep count of how many teams you played for, it and I lost count. So that's that's an impressive feat in itself. And it seems like we got a couple guys that are like that, that are just bouncing around playing kind of everywhere. I think
1: that, you know, in Michigan, especially with the AAA situation, you know, that seems pretty uncommon, you know, coming from your background too. Right. and You know, it was kind of that way for me too. I mean, I played AA majority of the time growing up. But yeah. when you play AAA in Michigan, you see those guys bounce around all the time. And it could be for a number of reasons. So like me being from Michigan, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Cause like, I, I get it. I know all those AAA guys like to bounce all yeah. over the place all the time, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much every AAA team in Detroit you played for, it sounded like. So that's, yeah. that's one way to do it, I guess. Uh, yeah. One thing that he does wish he, he had was the, the little Caesars pants I know we talk about this all the time Zane <laughs> I played for Little Caesars my first year of 18s and to this day Zane reminds me how badly he wishes he had those Little Caesars pants.
0: I will say those pants are pretty sweet. The like actual orange pants, like not even a shell is just incredible. Like I I'm a little jealous of the orange pants every time I, you know, I'd be walking around a rink, you know, playing and I'd see them, they'd be playing in, like, usually the higher division, because I was a double-A kid, obviously. Um, But, you know, I'm watching a Little Caesars game, and, you know, those orange pants are are pretty, uh, a pretty good indication of who's playing. Like, you you know, you see those orange pants, you don't have to see the front of the jersey, you don't have to see anything. Like, that's Little Caesars. That's probably the only team I've ever seen with the, like, actual orange pants. There is a team out in Massachusetts, like the
1: 95s or something. Oh, yeah. They almost, like, tried to take that orange pant look, but... I, I guarantee you see that team play you're thinking oh maybe it's a little season yeah but it, it's not yeah that's that's like the trademark for them it's the standout it's oh, the yeah. flair it's the pop for those guys so, absolutely I mean I guess you know you said you ended up as a river king so like you want to talk a little bit about how you got here maybe some first impressions of Marty as a coach
2: yeah um so um at the end of my uh u18 year with honey baked uh My coach, uh, Bob Mainhart, Um, he was trying to, you know, help me out with, you know, teams for next year, where to go and play. Um, I did have an opportunity to go and play out in Florida for the Florida Junior Blades, and uh, that was an option. Um, And then I was talking to the uh, PAL Junior Islanders coach uh, in the NCDC for a little bit, and then... um, a little bit during the summer too. I was talking to Nathan, and um, he told me that he told Marty about me a little bit. So uh, Marty called me up and told me about the program, and it sounded fantastic. Everything he said was was great, and it sounded. It didn't even sound like a tier three program. It sounded like it was top notch. Mm-hmm. So, I told after the conversation, I told Marty I wanted to think about it. I thought about it for a little bit, and I just thought, you know, uh, you know, playing time was very important to me mm-hmm. too. I didn't want to be, you know, I know Nathan talked about his experience out and playing out east. Yep. And I, uh, I didn't want anything to, you know, happen like that, like. Like what he did, I just decided to go and play with Wisconsin Rapids uh because Nathan said he had a great experience out here, and uh why not play with a uh you know one of my uh really good friends? I feel like that'd be a uh good time playing with him with his uh last year of juniors so
0: absolutely so going off that, what are uh some some first thoughts of Wisconsin <laughs> Rapids and junior hockey as as a whole
2: I really didn't think. The fans. The fans just, I think, is crazy. Like, (laughs) when I think of Tier 3, it's just, like, I didn't think that there would be fans for any games. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that the the higher levels, you know, like, there'd be tons of people to come out and see those games, but with, I mean, even with COVID, you know, you can't pack, you can only pack so many people inside the building. Right. I think it was crazy. The fans and just the atmosphere even when i i started for my first game which was crazy i was just uh astonished when i saw my uh line or my name up there for the uh you know for the starting lineup me max and uh Smitty. um and just i just felt like i was playing tier one hockey mm-hmm. so
0: yeah. I mean, I knew, I know we, uh, I, we, me and Nate both got to the rink before you were there and, and took a quick look at the, uh, the lineup sheet that, uh, Marty hangs up along with, you know, the keys to the game and stuff. And we both saw, I like Nate actually caught me before I even got into the locker room. I was like, Oh my God, Zane's starting. Like, I think we should mess with him. I, do you want to, uh, you want to tell everybody, uh, kind of what you did? Oh man. <laughs> so I, I know a few episodes ago, I actually talked a little bit
1: about this. I, uh, you know, my first welcome to juniors moment I mentioned was like when I got here, they were, the first game I played, they were talking about how, how many fans they got. You know, the guys on the team were like, oh, you look nervous, Bottles. Why do you look nervous? You're looking a little pale. Why are you looking nervous? And, you know, obviously like, I mean, the guys this year did to a lot of kids too, you know, starting the season, you know, they messing with Hogan and, right. and other guys like that. But I thought Zane's starting and this is at home and this is kind of like his first home weekend actually so yeah. like he was just yeah. experiencing the fans for the first time and I remember as soon as I saw his name on the, on the lineup sheet starting lineup I snapped a picture of that so fast and I sent that to his dad because his family was here <laughs> right so I sent that to his dad immediately and the first response I got back from him was like a thumbs up and he'll be happy and I was like whoa, that's, that's it. Like I was expecting more right, than that, you know, like right. a, a celebration. I know yeah. Zane always told me his dad's a little bit of a dry text or whatever it is, but I just thought that was so funny. I I was so happy for him too. And, you know, had to mess him a little bit. He was definitely happy about it. And I think, you know, when he said it felt like, uh, he was playing at the highest level at that point, you know, I mean, your name gets called lights are off. They got the whole light show going, calling your name out where you're from, you know, it's, it's a special experience, and I'm glad he was able to do that. You know,
0: especially this year, his first year of junior hockey. So, definitely just a great thing. So, yeah, I mean, go kind of going off that, you, I think, yeah, I think me and Nate both know the answer to this one, and it, you kind of talked about him a little bit. But uh, favorite River King and why?
2: Don't even have to think about this one. <laughs> Kyle Smith.
0: Okay, Smitty, a, a popular favorite. Why?
2: I feel like he's another Zane.
1: Mm, cool. Okay. Can you expand on that a little bit, please? I'm really interested to hear about that. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be good. I, everything about him is just like me. He comes to the rink smiling. I don't drink a coffee like him every single day, but he comes to the rink smiling. I talk to him every day. He's happy. I'm happy. And you know what? I feel like it's just him and I just get along so good. We play on a line together and i just feel like tim and i are just just
0: one in the same yeah just one in the same so i, I get that there's a lot of smiling going on on that line with uh with max and, and smitty and zane there's there's uh pretty much always at least one guy if not two smiling all the time i mean i think that's that's a pretty good answer we'll we'll keep moving here uh who's your favorite player growing up
2: ooh uh my favorite player growing up mm, i Liked uh, Zdeno Chara. Oh. Wow.
0: Okay, so you a D a D man, eh? He was a, a six D man. seven defenseman. Yeah. Defense. Okay. All right.
2: Just he was one of those guys on the ice. Was just like didn't look like everyone else. He was, you know, he stood out. Yes, he stood out, and that's why I liked him. He was tall. He was, you know, he could take anybody. <laughs> Han out there. Mm-hmm. So, I, he's always just kind of been my favorite. All
0: right. I I like that. That's uh I was not expecting that. Uh you got a uh, a player comparable, somebody that you uh have tried to take parts of their game or somebody in the NHL or kind of anywhere that uh you think plays a similar style to how you try to play?
2: Um I cannot think of his name, but he used to play on the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. Um Trey right? Reed. Yes. Ryan Reeves. Wow, what a play by Nate. Holy. Yes, Ryan Reeves. Um, I mean, I'm not so much of a fighter like he is. Yeah. But okay. the way that he plays, you know, getting to the puck first like I do, you know, forechecking, backchecking, mm-hmm. he I feel like he plays exactly like me.
0: That's a that's a good answer. I would I I like that one. That's uh are you, I think you actively have more skill than Ryan Reeves. Yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking about this question as I was reading it. I'm thinking prime time, like in his prime, Corey Perry. Ooh, like kind of a rat, like a little bit could throw the body, like a big body in front of that, pretty hard to move. Like flies around and just kills people. I was thinking about it, and I was like, Zane, Corey Perry, like at his highest, like that is
1: that is quite the answer, like. The fact that that Luke was able to just analyze and assess that so fast <laughs> was—I mean, that was pretty amazing because that is almost spot on. Like I wasn't even thinking about that. You know, I was thinking Ryan Reeves. Yeah, I get a Big body throws hits, but I mean, you're right. Zane does have that extra. Like he's got a, like he's got more skill than that. You yeah, know? you don't want to yeah. like cut him short. Absolutely. Off mat, so
0: absolutely. Wow, yeah.
1: Great answer there, Luke. Wow.
0: Um. So we got uh, we got any game day routine slash rituals that uh, that you go through on a game day? So my
2: game day routine is, I usually try to sleep in as much as possible. Okay. Um, I usually go down and get my breakfast. Yep. You're usually down there. Uh, yep. Usually hanging with out with me. We, uh, I get my Nutella toast, which I do every single day. Um, <laughs>
1: Shout out to Adrian Cell, Adrian. We miss you, buddy. And um, I just want to let you know that Zane is turning into a another you almost with the Nutella.
2: Yeah, um, I've been told by Nate and Luke that I do put a little too much Nutella on my toast in the morning. It's a really uh, thick layer, but uh, okay. I like that's that's how I like it. So absolutely. Um, so I do that every morning. Uh, I usually get myself a bowl of fruit and a uh, protein drink Mm -hmm. and then uh usually if my family's here i'll go and spend some time with them and then usually before before going to see them i'll grab an energy drink uh usually grab a a bang energy before yep bang no free ads (laughs) (laughs) um so i grab one of those um if my family's here i'll you know i'll go see them and then i usually i love sushi And Mrs. Fillmore knows this too. Her and I talk about this all the time. Um, That I usually get sushi on my game day. Uh, I usually go with a avocado roll. um, A spicy tuna ragoon. And um, it was a, I think it was a spicy crunch roll. I usually go with that on game days along with a energy drink. And then from there, it's just. I get to the rink, get dressed, and that's about it. I'd say the only the only odd thing is sushi on game days, and that's kind of what I've been sticking to every day.
1: It's it's pretty amazing that you know we ask you your game day ritual, and there's not a lot of like rest or other stuff. It's it's rolling us through the the order he has <laughs> yeah. for his sushi. You know, I mean that's that's insane you know, it speaks volumes about Zane. And how it does. He it, loves
0: his sushi. It That's- does. Yeah. It's, uh, there's been plenty of sushi eaten by Zane, you know, like there's been multiple occasions me and Natal, you know, grab something quick. Like, uh, I think there was one day, it was pretty early in the season. We, uh, we were out in, uh, Stevens Point bowling as a team and me and you grabbed Jimmy John's and just headed home. And Zane strolls in 20 minutes later with a giant bag of sushi and I was like, all right, this kid's, uh, this kid's a little different than everybody else, but that's all right. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like you said, like not a lot of hockey, not a lot of hockey talk going on there. He's just rolling us through the, uh, the sushi order and, uh, I love it. I love that, uh, that, you know, every, every guy's different, you know, like we've all got our routines. I know me and you are usually hitting a Jimmy John's before the game. Definitely. Zane's just hitting a sushi, which, uh, I actually didn't know that, that the sushi was a thing. I came up here a couple, I think it was last before last weekend and I saw him eating sushi and I was like, ah, he's just eating sushi again. And I was like, wait. And then I was like in my room getting, putting my suit on. I was like, it's a game day and this kid's eating sushi. It's, it's gutsy. I like it though. I like it. It fits Zane very well. I, I definitely think so. And I, I mean,
1: you know, when you ask him about the game day routine and, and you say there wasn't much hockey talk, I think, you know, at the end of the day, that's kind of what everybody that we've had on has kind of been like, you know, they that's try true. to stay away from yeah. from all the, the thoughts of hockey. Because as we talked about before, you know, you don't want to overwhelm yourself before a game like that. So I think, you know, Zane just, he's that dialed in, you know, that he's staying away from that hockey aspect because mm-hmm. he's not going to get overwhelmed. Because he's thinking about his sushi. He's thinking about just chilling out, eating his sushi, just, you know, getting that energy before a game. And yeah, I mean... Absolutely. Absolutely. As, as he said, he talks to the Miss Fillmore all the time about sushi because I know Miss Fillmore loves sushi. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, that, that goes great with the next question we're going to ask you here is, so how do you like your first ever Billet family? I know you're you're a rookie this year. This is your first time being away from home and living with a different family. So, just I'm going to
2: give you the opportunity here to just
1: talk about the Fillmores, talk about everything going on here and
2: well, uh the Fillmores are fantastic. Um it's it's almost like I'm living with my family. Um, you know, I can kind of I can talk to them almost about anything and you know, I don't feel embarrassed. <laughs> I don't I feel like, you know what? Sounds might sound kind of weird, but I feel like I'm almost talking to my mom and dad.
0: That's, uh, I think that's, yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think that's weird. And I think that's, uh, this, the like sign of a good billet, like a, like a, a really good billet is, is how comfortable, I mean, you've been comfortable pretty much since day one. And I think for you too, I think having Nate, you know, having kind of that safety of having a guy that you've, you've known for a long time, um, it definitely helps too. like, I don't know. I was, I was wondering how, what the dynamic here was going to be with you guys already knowing each other, like coming in. I was wondering, like, I, I knew you guys, Marty had told me, Hey, you you guys are getting a third guy at the house. Like it's one of Nate's buddies that he used to play with. So I was like, oh, wow, this will be, this will be interesting to see how these two uh, interact and stuff. So it's, it's been a ton of fun and uh, it is, it is fun that you guys kind of have the, uh, the, the history that goes way back. So um kind of going off that anything else you want to add about the film wars or,
2: um, also the food is great. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's phenomenal. 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 I'm sorry. I keep messing up that word. That's it is okay. Phenomenal. Perfect. Um, I mean, it's, it's nice having a home cooked meal, you know, away from home. My mom does cook too. And, you know, it's just nice having, you know, a meal after practice every day and having my sriracha bottle out on the table ready to go.
0: Yeah. Zane, uh, Zane does some damage with a Sriracha bottle. Sriracha and Nutella are kind of, uh, Zane's two favorite foods, I would say, besides the sushi. I think we've hit, we've hit all bases tonight, I think on this, uh, this interview food wise for Zayner. And I, I actually want to kind of go off that a little bit too, cause I know he talks about having a home cooked meal away from home. And I, I
1: think it's, it's really special when you're with a different family because you know, you're, introduced to these new things like you know when I was here last year Adrian put Nutella on his pancakes I never even thought that was a thing that people normally did I always thought you yeah, have pancakes is with syrup and right that's it you know right. <laughs> like there's nothing else but I think you know there's other foods that we have here that like I don't have that at home like I know the chili here is different than the chili that my parents make back home so I I like the chili here more than I do back home just because mm-hmm. it's different here and there's different foods we eat here that You know, I'm gonna be honest, I probably wouldn't eat anywhere else. And that's just kinda how it is. And I think that's a really good experience to just, you know, open your eyes to whole different types of food that you normally wouldn't eat.
0: Right. No, and I I totally get that too. And I think it's I mean, all of my billets have been awesome cooking wise. I've been super, super lucky. Um, my rookie year, Tina, she it was basically every day. I was still in school, so she was making me a lunch for school every day, and she she would. She was making me three meals. She was making me pancakes before work, and then dinner at night. So it's just us just hanging out. And then last year, David and and Caitlin with the t- with you know two young kids still making me dinner every single night. And there's always leftovers in the fridge for lunch. And then here, I think all of my builds have been great, but especially here, um, like Miss Fillmore always asks. You know, we've been asked multiple times. Hey, what do you guys want for dinner this week? Any any requests and stuff. And I know. Me and Nate have had a birthday past and it was our, our decision on dinner and you know, I went with uh I went with what my mom usually always makes me on on uh my birthday, some chicken parmesan. That's one of my favorites. And I don't know, I think it helps when the you know it feel it makes it feel more like, you know, you're truly at home when when the cooking is is similar and but Nate like Nate said, there's been some foods that everywhere that I've gone that uh the billets are making something that I've never really had before. Or, it they make it like you said a different way, and I I think it's I think it's really special the way that the Fillmores treat us. That I mean we are like just an extension of their family. Like we have the family dinners every night. You know we're just like Zane said. You know you can talk to him about pretty much anything, and I think that's uh, the sign of a of a really really good billet. Um, Zainer, we'll we'll get back to you here. We got a little sidetracked there, but uh, what are your plans for next year? College, another year of juniors. What are you thinking?
2: Well- My plans for next year, um, of course my goal is to get to college. My, that's, that's been my, my goal since, you know, since I was little. Right. Um, well, if I decided that if, you know, if I don't get to college next year and I don't, you know, don't get recruited by any, any college coaches, um, my goal is to play, um, tier two junior hockey, um doesn't matter where it's at. I just mm-hmm. want to make sure I end up in a good tier two organization mm-hmm. if, you know, if it works out like that. So, um, and then I'd say if if that doesn't work out, um, I would love to stay in Wisconsin Rapids again. Um, it's a great time, great billets, like I said, and it's just an awesome time here and I love it. And honestly,
1: that's what Marty said to me too when I was leaving last year. He said to me directly that a lot of the guys that I I bring in here, they don't want to leave. That's how much they love it here. And I think, you know, for me, it happened that way too. Like, obviously you want to play at the higher levels, as high as you can. But, I mean, this this organization, as Zane said earlier, it's run like a Tier 2 organization. So, I mean, if not better than that, almost. Mm -hmm. Because I was at Tier 2 organizations where I feel that this is even more of a junior hockey experience than I was getting anywhere else. So, I think that you know that that pretty much sums it up almost is that this is a great place to play but you know i know you're looking forward to to going to college and you know obviously me being a a long time buddy you i'm 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 hoping that works out because i hope for nothing but the best for you you know growing up being little kids having the same dream and Mm -hmm. you know here we are you know growing up starting together and i am finishing with you here zane this is my last year
2: I don't know that's that's crazy
0: making the fossils cry over here eh? i'm i feel like i might start tearing up yeah it's I mean, it's definitely a uh, we we've we've talked about it like there's been guys who are like man i can't believe like this year last year and i was like let's like save that like i don't need to think about that like my real life starts after this like let me just you know rep out my uh, my junior hockey dream like honestly my like my g- I mean, obviously I wanted to go to college. That was kind of always the goal. But I, I think one of my bigger goals growing up was to play junior hockey just because my dad was around it. And my dad told me, you know, how much fun junior hockey is. And obviously you play junior hockey to get to college, but it's so much like more than that. Like junior hockey is, it teaches you things that, you know, I mean, you meet, you meet guys that you're going to be friends with for the rest of your life, I would say. So, um, but yeah, like kind of like going off what Zane said, I mean, I think uh, playing tier two is obviously, I mean, it, it had been my goal. And then when Marty brought me in here, he was like, hey, I know you wanted to play tier two this year. And there are opportunities for you to be a bottom, you know, a bottom nine guy that might be healthy scratch somewhere. And obviously that like, kind of like what Zane said, I I came here because I wanted to like actually play. Like it was my 20 bomb year, no college offers really. So, I mean, I got to, I got to prove it on the ice. So um, I just think I, I just think the way that Marty runs things here, like Nate said too, is I mean I've been around tier two hockey, I've skated with I've skated with all teams and stuff and I've you know, obviously have buddies and you included that have uh been out in the N C D C and the NA and it hasn't quite panned out and I think the way that Marty and all the staff here, Devin and, and Jack, the way that they treat us and the way that, that things are ran here is is different than, than most places, tier three, tier two you know, tier one, some places, you know, like my dad's got connections in the in tier one, I've, I know, buddy, I got guys that have, that have played there and it, you know, not every experience is as good as it is here in uh, Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah, for sure. Not every experience is going to be the
1: same for anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it depends on where you're at, where you fit. It's all about just finding a place where you fit in. Right. And you're going to have fun playing hockey at the end of the day. So absolutely. I mean, Zane, we got, tons of stories growing up I'm sure we could think about them and just go back for hours but you know for me it's always kind of the when we were younger you know my family has a pond in our backyard and you know I'd make sure I'd invite Zane over to go skate on the the pond with me back there and uh, you know it's just little moments like that like growing up being on the same team when we're little kids just starting hockey and his dad's Mm -hmm. being the coach and you know I mean it's it's something I'm never gonna forget. You know, my first coach was his dad.
0: That's sweet. And here yeah. I am
1: in the same room as yep. him, finishing up my junior hockey career with the same kid I started it with. So, I I don't know. To me, it's it's something that it's just kind of mind blowing almost mm-hmm. that here I am today. Yeah. You know, and I, absolutely. And Zane, I'm I'm sure you got things that you remember too. Uh, I mean, you can touch up anything right now if you want.
2: I mean. There's so many stories to talk, like, that I could, that I could tell. I mean, there's, I'd say the the main thing was skating on the pond. That was the great, that was just great. I loved it, you know, that's skating outside and playing hockey. It, you can't beat that. I mean, I think it's so fun. And you know what, your dad would, after we were done, he would buy some pizza and, we go in. That's your favorite fruit, some pizza. You oh, can't go wrong with some pizza. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Go in for some pizza and, you know, get a glass of Coke in us, get a glass of pop in us and, and head back out there and go play out for two or three more hours and get, that was the best. I love those days. So, yeah,
1: I mean, that's kind of where, you know, you grow your love for hockey is just having fun on mm-hmm. the ice anywhere at mm-hmm. that time. And, you know, I just remember, you know, over the the summer here, Zane and I were working out every day together. I mean, I have a a little workout facility almost in Mm -hmm. in my basement and Zane would come over over the weekdays. And I mean, obviously in Michigan, we were quarantining pretty heavily. So, um, we, we both knew that we had, you know, negative tests. So it was pretty safe. Obviously we, we cleaned all of our equipment downstairs and made sure we were being really safe with it. But we worked out together, you know, and then we decided we were ready to come out to Rapids and uh, got out here. And uh, I think I'm having a blast this year. And I, I don't know, Zane, are you having
2: having a lot of fun out here? Oh, I'm having a blast, too. I love it. And you know what? Just ready for, you know, what's ahead.
0: Absolutely. And I think kind of touching on what, what you guys both talked about, the, uh, the having fun aspect of hockey for me, playing junior hockey has been – I mean, it's been a grind, obviously, being a, a three-year guy and, you know, playing playing a lot of games, didn't always play on the best teams, had some really good teammates, had some some not-so-great teammates. But, uh, yeah, I I just it's, – it's incredible, like, that, you know, I've been playing – I've been on skates since I've been, you know, two, three years old, and I still have the same love every single day. I love going to the rink every single day, and I think a lot of it has to do with – with uh with these two guys for me this is the most fun I've ever had playing junior hockey and it's it's not only on the ice like at home we we have a ton of fun at the house dinner's fun and like we said every single night and I I think that that is a a huge part of what makes uh, what makes a team successful and what makes me successful. And like personally is when I'm having fun, I'm playing at my best. And it's not only, you know, having fun on the ice, it's it's having fun off the ice, too. So it doesn't doesn't feel like so much of a job as, you know, it still feels like you're that, you know, six, seven year old kid who can't wait to get home from school so he can uh, he can go to practice and hang out with his buddies. So. Um, I think that's that's kind of the the biggest thing for me is is how much fun it is living with these two guys so Zane thank you so much for coming on the podcast absolutely loved having you learned a lot and I live with you so we we, we talk pretty pretty much every day for for a, an extended amount of time and still learned a lot um, but yeah thank you for uh, for coming on the podcast it was awesome to have you
2: yeah
1: thank you for having me thanks guys of
0: course and uh you know
1: Obviously, for me, it was awesome having him on, you know, just getting to talk to him again. I mean, obviously, I know more probably than most of the kids on the team. But, yeah, it was great having you on, Zane. And I think, uh, you know, next episode, uh, if you've been keeping up with our Instagram, you might have noticed some pretty gruesome pictures (laughs) on there um, of former River King Zach Hartley. Um, We hinted at an episode with this fossil of a human being. (laughs) <laughs> I mean and and we tried to get him on this week uh but being the the student athlete he is you know he had finals and hockey he just he wasn't going to be able to make it this week um that's when Zane stepped up here and we had a great interview with him Absolutely So um you know hopefully the finals go well for him and uh we can get him out here for next week's episode um that's just kind of where we're going to leave it we're not going to give any hints because mm-hmm. it might be just a a totally random surprise guest if Hartley can't join it us It might again. be yeah we do really want Hartley to join us, though. He's a he's a great guy. He's got tons of stories, and you know, I, as most people saw, he's got his four bottom teeth taken out. So
0: yeah, that'd be fun to that'd be fun listening to him talk with the uh, no bottom uh, four teeth. Yeah, for sure. So,
1: <laughs> and and with that being said, thank you for joining us on another phenomenal episode of Skating the River. We hope everyone enjoyed the stories and a a very interesting interview with uh, my amazing rookie Zane Rydell. Make sure to follow our Instagram and Facebook for updates on the podcast and check out our nifty website to learn more about the boys. Until next time, this is Nathan Bottles and Luke Harkey signing off.